0: You're listening to the All In Podcast
1: with your hosts, Shane and Blake, giving you a new perspective on the dental industry. Are you ready to go all in? But, but, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's
0: Y'all can't see me right now, but I'm, I'm dancing. I'm grooving to this beat right now, getting ready to for work on a rap. What's up, guys? It's Shane, and this is the All In Podcast. Podcast brings you a new perspective on dentistry, sometimes, and mostly life, and always Joined by Blake McClellan. What's up, buddy? Sorry, I'm dude, kind of off today.
1: Dude, I,
2: I need the coffee that you're drinking. Like, what is that? That's good stuff, I
0: just man. shot my wad right there because I am out of energy now. <laughs> I'm actually really tired today, man. Oh, man. I thought we were about to get
2: sponsored by Adderall or something. I was getting excited. Dude. Like...
0: <laughs> that would be a great sponsor, man. <laughs> Holy hell. Keep it going, dude. Hey, let's I'm be honest. I'm trying to get psyched up. I'm doing a rap later, and I, I'm like really nervous about it because I've never done it before. So I'm going to like keep my, my m m style psych up and going.
2: Look, I love the jeopardia stuff and all that, but you know, I mean, man, you might be getting a little too ambitious here. I mean How uh, dare you? What would your how rap you? what, what would your rap name actually be?
0: Uh, I don't know. Shane O'Mac, Mac Daddy.
2: Yeah, see, you gotta work on that. Like I would call yeah. you like uh Slim Cracker or something like that. I don't
0: know. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I'll take it. Slim Cracker. I'll, whatever, man. I got my no shame over here, bro. We'll see how it goes. It's gonna be a Perry commercial um called Hair Do Do. It's taken me a while, but you know. I'm calling it my DIA poster of twenty twenty since I can't do a poster. I put a lot of work into this one. So we'll see if
2: people like it. So what is the you know, you've been doing a lot of content stuff. What what is what's it like now going back into the swing of things for being an implant rep? Is it are you doing like nah, surgeries know. every day? Are you talking to people? What's what three what's
0: like? three arches this week? I'm just kind of like slowly grooving back into it. Started to get more calls on the phone. So it's kind of getting more back to normal. Uh a little bit, I guess. But yeah. I'm kind of easing back into it to where I feel comfortable and it's, it's going, it's going, it's not back where it was, but like the only problem is on the content side, I'm still creating, I'm creating more than I was before, you know, and that hasn't slowed down. So now I feel really busy. And then our kids are home all the time. We were talking about this off there, Like, so having to entertain them has been, uh, A challenge and hard not getting frustrated. You know, know? we were
2: talking about that. Like, it's not like kids are playing in the neighborhood yet. You know, it's not like uh, things are normal. We're in Georgia. I mean, like we are literally the ones pioneering this, Like, We're like, oh, we'll lay on the grenade, you know? We'll open back up. Whatever.
0: Governor Kempstall so is just like, yeah, yeah, I'll sacrifice my people. See what's going on. Although it's not going badly, right? Like the numbers don't seem to be spiking. So, I, you know. He's like, I get my signs from the Bible, all right?
2: That's where yeah. I get my signs. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, hey, real quick though, before we get into our guest because I'm excited to talk to her. Um, a cool story about some really close friends of mine who live up in Suwanee. My really close friends, Sarah and Robbie, have two kids. They're uh, uh, Cooper is their youngest who's the same age as my oldest son, Wyatt. And they kind of grew up together when they were little. Well, cool story. He had written Tony Hawk's name on a skateboard in his name and gave it to the FedEx guy and asked him if he could mail it to to Tony Hawk. And, of course, the Tony Hawk's uh, he didn't know Tony Hawk's address or anything. So Sarah was with him, kind of winked at him, kind of like a letter to Santa, right? Like send it to the wherever. And the guy's like, sure, buddy, I'll do that. Well, the FedEx dude gets on and puts a video on social media saying, you know, Here's what Cooper did. It's really sweet. He goes, "I don't know Tony Hawk, but maybe he will throw it out there. See if anybody does." Tony Hawk finds out about it, does a video, with, uh, um, and sends him his skateboard autographed. Like, oh,
2: that's awesome.
0: It's so cool, man. It's it's you see that kind of stuff sometimes, but like, we're very close to them. So he's like, you know, he calls me Uncle Shane. So it's like it's it's really cool to see that kind of positivity they've been contacted by like news stations and stuff already i like
2: Um, how he calls me uncle shane by the way yeah i'm just trying to like tony hawk now okay i see (laughs) what you're doing here
0: yeah yeah hook me in with that dude right like teach me how to do social media right now but it's, I love hearing stories like that it's really cool when you like know them too so man I don't want to throw that out there social
2: media has been a good thing lately you know it's been it's been a good thing because we don't have a lot of shit to show off right like no. <laughs> you Tony Hawk's awesome
0: honor. Tony Hawk and like Keanu Reeves those kind of guys who are like you know notoriously kind it's always awesome to see oh yeah
2: them. Keanu is the man I love oh, of that, course man. Oh yeah. So. Well, I guess we'll go ahead and bring in someone who's really talented with this social media stuff. I Hell think, yeah. in my opinion, in dentistry is probably one of the few doing it right um, in a way that letting it work for you and being tasteful about things, but also having fun with it. And it's cool because she's documenting her journey. It's a really cool story. I'm just going to let you tell it. I'm not going to you know mess it up here. So I want to bring in Irene. She is uh, a dental hygienist out of Canada. Don't judge her for that. She's so wonderful. <laughs> we like and the Canadians here. Yeah. We've had we, have, we have we've have had Phil him. Walton though. Phil yeah, Walton, screw him. We had Phil Walton. So people are going Phil Walton, Irene, same person. No, 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 Not different even people. Close. <laughs> Don't judge her on that. But uh, <laughs> very talented, very ambitious, hardworking, but just a kind soul. And, and you've probably seen her bouncing around the trade shows when they were a thing. Uh, <laughs> she was. She does. He has a podcast. Um, there's just a lot she's doing and on top of that, running her own business and her own practice that she just launched. So Irene, welcome.
1: Hey, Hey. what's up guys? Thanks for having me. Welcome.
2: You, you're,
0: Blake's intro makes you sound like insane. The amount of stuff you have going on. How do you juggle all that? It sounds crazy right now.
1: Oh, yeah, it's it's a struggle. I mean, on my on my podcast, when my co host Katrina asks me, so how are you doing? I say I'm living my best life every time. Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, it's a struggle. Uh, but I have some kind of checks and balances that I do for myself to keep me motivated to keep me on track to keep me on time and to keep me inspired sometimes. I mean, I'm sure you guys feel it too with social media. There's certain times where like, I'm on it, got great ideas about what I'm going to post and how I'm going to create this content. And then there's other times you're just like, I want to sit in front of the TV and binge. feels Twitch. like I'm a like,
0: job and you're like, I don't
2: want to do this right now. Uh, uh, I, I, yeah, yeah. Actually, that's a. I want to bring that point up because I, I want to talk about that because personally, I've been spending my weekends away from my phone and like not, like completely detached from tech. And a lot of the people that, you know, especially like the guys from DIA and stuff that have been doing it for a while, kind of feeling burnout, right? Like everybody's yeah. doing Instagram live and this and that. And yeah. it's not, it's almost more like it's being, become a little bit of a competition in a job than, than uh, an outlet in, in some ways. So how are you like staying passionate and what are, what are some of the things that are working for you?
1: Well, I pre-plan everything, so I've got most of my posts between now and August already pre-planned in a Google spreadsheet. So that's you what can they- plan
0: stuff out and not just yeah. do it last second like I do.
1: God, that's awesome. yeah. Like I'll I, I'll <laughs> throw in some stuff last minute, and I really work with my story to keep like my day to day. But if there's something that specifically I want to post about you know, it requires some research and it's, and if it's a sponsored post, it requires some approvals from the companies that I partner with. So yeah, I, I pre-plan a lot of stuff out to the point where I bulk shoot a lot. So I'll go into the practice for a couple of days. Um, I'll have a plan of what I'm about to do. And then I'll kind of bang out, I don't know, two or three hours worth of content in one sitting. And I never did that before.
0: Good I re- it, though,
1: yeah, I realized how valuable time is, and it's to the point where I'll like run to the bathroom and do a costume change and put a different shirt on and put my hair in a braid. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> yeah, I do the same so, thing with
0: this stupid show I'm doing.
1: <laughs> yeah, so people don't know, you know, that it's a different day. They still think that you know, Irene posted a video of her showing an HVE. She must be at the office right now, working with it. But in reality, that was something that I shot like three weeks ago. And well, your secrets out it.
0: of the bag now, Irene. Yeah, you're screwed up. No,
1: it's all good. Yeah, well, that's, so I, that's that's pretty, you know, smart. Though, smart because
2: instead of like having social media take minutes of every hour from you and all day, yeah, you're packaging it up, getting it all done, and then you come back to it another day. Like I think that's awesome. Well, like,
0: and if you're yeah. in the mode to do stuff, it's like when you're in the mode to do whatever you're doing if your mindset is on that, you are so much more efficient and enjoying it as opposed to like, feel like we talked about dragging on feeling like a job. It's a good way to do it, man. I don't know if I'm organized to pull that off though. I don't think so.
1: Well, I mean, when it's something that you're getting paid to do,
0: yeah, you kind of
1: have to, yeah, you kind (laughs) of have to do it. And, and, Every time you create a video or you create a piece of content, the expectation is the next piece of content will be consistent. It'll look similar. It'll have the same kind of music in the background, which all of my music that I normally use is licensed, which takes some time, right?
2: But yeah. you so you, you. that's the thing though, is like you're doing, you're making good content, right? You're putting in that effort. We just had a uh, Bo on, on our last interview and he's big on youtube he was all yeah the you know, video editor he makes really good t- content and that's something that you really put an effort into is it's not about hey i mentioned this product everybody's just gonna buy it because i said it like I, I think that a lot of people have that idea that all i gotta do is just say uh, this product and then people just go and buy it and and, and and that's how this ecosystem works but right you really put an effort into like the content piece and it's not gimmicky it's not commercial it's not heavy sell like it's very informative while still tastefully introducing the brand. And I I think it's probably more on the brands you're working with that help with that too, right? Like that creativity.
1: Uh, Oh yes. Yeah. So absolutely.
2: (laughs) They don't help at all.
1: (laughs) uh, No, they absolutely allow the creativity. I propose my own concept and I have my own style of editing and my own style of shooting things. Uh, The only thing that they get a little bit more sane as what the messaging is and what the captions are. Obviously you're making claims on their products so that you want to make sure that you don't get sure. smashed in the DMs and smashed in the content in the comments section because people can be, you know, pretty aggressive. And especially right now, like it's a very touchy time. For hygienists, when we talk about cavitrons, or we talk about air polishers, or we talk about aerosols, but like you want to be tasteful in those types of posts these days, because people can be quite sensitive and, and it's so different, like here in Canada versus what's happening in the US, and even from province to province and state to state, every guideline is different. So you need to be very careful with what you're saying. Um
0: See Blake, but, remember a province is like a state in Canada. We've, we've yeah, been having different yeah. geography lessons over the right. years. Right,
1: so I'm stuff. in Toronto. Canada is still one state,
0: in my book.
2: That's all. I know. Toronto's <laughs>
0: great. <laughs> I think a great, cool city, man.
1: I'm in the city of Toronto, which is in the province of Ontario, which hasn't opened up dentistry just yet. Um, which, <sighs> all right, well, I mean, well, that's the segue. Now you yeah. said yeah.
2: guidelines, and you said open up. I'm going to go ahead. Let's open this can of worms. Dive in. Uh-oh. Let's go. Let's go all in because here's the deal: in the U.S. There is no direction. I'll give you the landscape real quick. The lay <laughs> the land. Essentially, I, I, yeah. <laughs> all the it's a cluster F. <laughs> yeah.
1: For high sure. level,
2: I'll give you the cape, the talking points here. Basically, dentistry had to shut the doors for like 45 days here, right? 60 yep. days, some of them. And they got put to emergency only. They laid off everybody pretty much. Then uh, we get a stimulus check for 1200 bucks if you're under a certain amount of money or whatever per person in your home. And then unemployment kicks in and these people start getting about, uh, $600 a week more than they were making dental assistants, stuff like that. Right. So now we're seeing that a lot of them getting this. And then the doctors finally get approved for this government loan that they can pay their salaries back for these laid off employees and bring them back and get back open, but they don't want to come back. Right. right? And so dentistry is now slowly being told they can't open, but they have to have PPE and, you know, but we can't tell you exactly what PPE to get because we can't find it anywhere. (laughs) So yeah. It's very. You don't know know what it is,
0: but it's got to say PPE on it. So So we're
2: this week we're allowed to kind of get back in the groove of things, almost countrywide. This week or next, you know, almost everybody can open at some point. I'd say ninety percent, but again, it's under all. There's all these other complications and issues. So what are you guys seeing in Canada, and especially for you, you just you're starting a practice that's as a hygienist. I'd love to hear you know kind of that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yes. And we're, we have quite the divide here in Canada too. So we operate provincially and each province has its own guidelines and it's the college of whatever their college for dentistry is called. So here in Ontario, it's the RCDSO, which is the Royal College of Dental Surgeons ah. of Ontario. You have to say it with a British accent because we Sounds run into the monarchy, right? Yeah. Ah. So e- <laughs> each, each province has its own college and that college is what, you know, is there to protect the public, not so much really to pr- protect the dentists or the dental hygienists that are working within that association. So, I mean, the first province that opened up was Saskatoon or Saskatchewan rather, and their guidelines were ridiculous. It was like every room so had to was be that closed name. off and like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, every room had to be closed off and you need to have like negative pressure and uh, N95s and face shields and full gowns and full like they basically wanted everyone to wear a hazmat suit and then they came back and they pulled away some of their recommendations or suggestions Um, and then multiple provinces have opened up since then I think four um, with the most recent one that opened up yesterday so there is no consistency. And I had this conversation with someone, I live in an apartment building in Toronto and there's a woman that I've become friends with who's like a fellow tennis player. And she works for a local news station and she was like, irate. She was furious that public tennis courts could open up or private tennis courts could open up, but public ones couldn't. And I was like, don't even get me started on what's happening with tennis courts. Let's, well, they have more about- money,
0: so they're allowed to do more stuff. Right, just but like, let's talk, be. Let's,
1: let's talk about dentistry. Let's talk about, how dentistry has upheld the highest level and standards of infection control and prevention above, above any other, um, public
0: patients, like you said before, patients, patients, definitely not for the team. Right.
1: Right. Right. And, and so we're being put on like tier three or tier four. We don't even know which phase we're going to be in yet. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what the answers are there are three types of people I find these days are so the ones that are like completely obsessed and going on all of the Facebook groups and just tearing things apart. Mm-hmm. There are the people that are like educated and silently waiting to figure out what's happening. And then there's the people that just don't give a flying right now. And they're just sitting back and watching the world blow up. And I'm somewhere between like two and three at this point <laughs> where I'm like highly, 2.5 Irene. Yeah. Scale. like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like a 2.5. So I'm not in the panic mode anymore. Um, because I feel like every day there's something that's changing. And if I'm obsessing every single day about stuff that I read and see on social media, you never really get an answer, right? Like no one can really give you an answer unless it's your governing body. So my (laughs) practice. No, not,
0: not including your governing body, by the way. (laughs) I I
1: I hate to say this, but it's interesting that everything in my practice build has all happened almost for a reason. And I feel like saying A little bit of a thank you to COVID in a way because I had so many delays up until March 13th, which is when it bought you some
0: time, right?
1: Right. That was that was it. Did it bought me some time? That was the day where our province decided to make recommendations for people to shut down, and then strong recommendations for people to shut down, and then officially by the end of the week is like emergencies only. So you know, as a startup. What am I supposed to do? Open my doors for emergencies over only for patients that I don't have, have yet? Yeah. Like I, <laughs> right? So like I. Well, can't imagine provide...
0: you being open for two months, having all these employees you hired, and then having right. to do what? Right? So like that would have of this
1: silver lining for me. And also, I had my dental chairs came in. And uh, they were all wrong. Like they'd been sitting uh, in the distributor's warehouse for the better part of like 14 Would you like months. to name
0: who that was?
1: <laughs> um, yeah. I'm just so kidding. You don't have to. My distributor to. is awesome. Like I've been working with Patterson. So props to Patterson. They've done so much for me. But the company that I ordered my chairs from were from Forest, And I don't know what happened between Never our- Never heard congr- of Forrest? You haven't heard of Forest? Mm-mm. No? Oh, well, that's all right. That's all good.
0: I don't buy a lot of dental chairs, so to no? be fair. He's right. an implant okay. guy. He has nothing. In-playing no idea yeah. about anything other than titanium. One lane. That's about it.
1: <laughs> so I I ordered these chairs and I wanted to like lock in the pricing for the year before because these things get exponentially more expensive every year. So I got like a trade show price a year and a half before I was even planning on opening. And I was like, great, I'm going to get these beautiful chairs and they're going to be ready to go. And as soon as my construction's done, they're going to be plopped in and perfect planning and everything moved be fantastic. Well, that never happened. So they arrived and they were like all different colors. Like the, the delivery system was <laughs> oh. black, black carbon fiber, like Darth Vader decided to, to <laughs> build a dental chair. The upholstery was this gray bland kind of gray color with uh dewalt yellow stitch stitching like you know your DeWalt power <laughs> drills That's it's like a, that's
2: nascar themed uh it's so like, yeah <laughs> like or some
0: db here with his court his souped up yeah. corvette <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then the rest of the chair was copper it was like a copper, copper oh, my God. oh boy tough luck tough luck so you couldn't put these pieces together. So, you know, we sent them back, and I i had recently signed a partnership with Dentsply Serona on social media and as a speaker and some content creation stuff. Um, and at my meeting, it was kind of cool. The CEO of Dentsply Serona was like, you know, would you like Serona chairs? And at that point, like, I'd already Hell priced yeah. them out. They, they were out of my budget, right? I was like, I'd love to, but they're out of my budget. I, I, he's like, I'll give them to you at the same price as your other chairs if you swap them out. And I was like, whoa, really? My yeah. pads. A- My Patterson guys were like, you can't do it. Like they're already here. They've already been delivered, but nobody had opened the boxes. So they didn't know they were already mismatched. So a year and a half later, Patterson and six guys show up, they're opening the boxes and I'm painting high school lockers in my, my team room for my team members. And one of the guys comes in and is like, can you let us know which one's ambidextrous and which one's right-handed? So I go out there like, these aren't my chairs. what do you mean those aren't your chairs? I'm like, look at them. Like, they're 15,000 colors. They look like a peacock. (laughs) So (laughs) ship them back to Forest and then quick call to Serona. I was like, hey, is that offer still on the table? Like, I'll take your Serona chairs. Like, I have it out now. So I did. So I got the Intego systems, which are awesome, installed. They got installed last week. So, I mean, if COVID hadn't happened for me, I would have been sitting with, like, hundreds of thousand dollars of debt um without being able to open without Ugh. making any money and yeah the opportunity that i could have had a team member or two or five that i had to let go so i don't know it's still silver i look at the lines, silver lining so yeah living your uh, best covid
2: life it's best you in <laughs> my best rona life well there's not a lot of uh competition to marking right now so i guess uh, yeah. it's a good time to you know yeah things up you know it's uh well, that's
1: the thing i mean the a lot of companies right now are, are are super tight with budgets and they're like pulling budgets from speakers because, you know, we don't have the trade shows to go to. And they're like, well, we don't want to pay for webinars because everyone's doing a free webinar these days. Right. So as companies are pulling their marketing money back, I think that it's their response should be the opposite. Like you should yep. be taking that marketing money and putting it into the resources that people are looking at all the time, which is. Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and believe it or not, TikTok.
2: I love it. So yep. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> no, and Can you I get- know
2: what? You're doing it you're doing it right though, That's because right. I think you're considering the company ROI. You're considering yeah. your audience. And if you look at like, again, like some of the media titans, Joe Rogan, Barstool Sports. I mean, Joe Rogan just signed, what, $100 million? $100 million to go, to Spotify. go on
0: Spotify. And people are mad. I've been like, dude, I, you couldn't get me to sign on that fast enough. I don't blame yeah, him at right.
2: all. They came to us first and we just wasn't- Yeah, we're like, we I don't <laughs> want
0: to be locked into just Spotify. Yeah. It was only $99 million and Blake and I were like, it's not really enough. And we we didn't
2: know. want to sell out yet, you know, but yeah. uh, but no, I mean, it, you think about that, it, It's there is- It's happening. And what I don't think dentistry realizes is that there's not an ecosystem anymore. Um, You can advertise a webinar as a company to your current user base, but that's all you're going to reach. No one new is going to go, okay, I'm going to go watch this infomercial, you know, because you know it's a commercial. The only people are watching is to kind of learn a little bit more about what they bought or something they know or whatever. But you know, with that, they've got to start working with I think people like yourself or you know other uh, influencers, dental you know leaders in the community that have these platforms because there won't be any information exchange that's authentic and agnostic anymore. Like it, right. it, 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 we no. need a, a, a place of meeting, and I don't think conferences will happen this year. I don't. Well, not it. just
0: that. It, there's nobody advertising right now. Like, you can get three times the value that you would have gotten three months ago. No, there's no competition for ad space right now, too. So, right. you can get out to more people. And, and ad space is be creative. super
1: cheap right now. I mean, yeah, exactly. If you're looking at sponsoring posts and sponsoring uh, advertisements or videos, like, and the audience
0: just, is bigger than ever, they're home. They right. <laughs> got throwing, nothing to do. in An
1: extra 10 or 15 bucks in a sponsored ad will get a lot more reach and, and a lot more engagement these days. It's but nice. I think it's important that, you know, people ask me this all the time like, how did you get started doing what you're doing and how do you get companies to want to work with you? And what a lot of people don't realize is like, I say no to a lot of things and that's because I, I preach what I practice. And there are things that I do in real life. So, for example, my partnership with Hewfriedi was super natural because I teach at a dental hygiene school and I teach in the didactic clinic. So that means that they just started school and they're getting their instrument kits for the first time and they're learning on a Dexter. So everything that I do has kind of been a natural evolution of what my life was like before social media happened for me, which I mean, it's been a couple of years that I've been working on my following now but it's, it's not forced. And I think that's the hardest part is people want to do so much sponsored stuff and then you're promoting products that you don't even use um, or you're not yeah, familiar with. Yeah, that's a huge with. mistake. It's a that
2: very confusing a message. Time. Yeah, and that's but that's kind of what dentistry's been. I mean, if you take, you know, now the platform is Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn and TikTok, but like before it was the podium, right? The podium right. was that medium and it was, all right, how much money can I get paid? Because I really, I'm not that, Good at making money in my practice, but I'm really good at making honorariums. Right. And so yeah. you saw this model of I don't care what product it is, I'll put my name on anything. Yeah. And so, like, I think that old guard kind of style creeps over into the social media side. But the, a lot of the audience that started on the social media side, they weren't really about that anyways. They were kind of getting tired of that uh, disingenuous kind of mo- model, if you will. So, yeah. I think it's hard for those companies who have been used to that model of, you know, just these infomercial speakers going out and just, being basically a billboard versus content creators who have their own style, their own audience, and they don't want to abuse it, right? They don't want to force these ads that are non-invaluable and talk about products they don't use or they don't believe in. And that's, I think, where a lot of the companies struggle. I mean, you've got some really good companies that you work with. I know, and their, their leadership is creative and ambitious for that kind of stuff. But a lot of these dental companies are not. And I think that's where a lot of them struggle.
0: Well, they struggle there and then run by, their marketing department is afraid to even come up with that idea because it's like, well, if they're creating the content, we're just writing a check. We could get rid of you and just give them that money, right? Like, So there's this weird thing yeah. where the marketing. I think department can, out of fear, block some stuff. I'm not saying every single one. The smart ones would just dive all over because they're getting their job done for them and it would blow up. But we've seen that, Blake, a bunch of times. Right? Yeah. And, <laughs> and the interesting of layoffs- part of
1: it.
2: This 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 quarter, right? We saw a lot of layoffs in departments.
1: Yeah, and the interesting part about marketers in these large companies is that they're not dental people. So they don't eat, breathe, and feel the same way that dental people feel. So you can like look up a big company's Instagram account and you look at their posts and like, oh great, like they must have spent a lot of money in getting I don't know graphic design work or like cool transitions sure. in their YouTube video or their. When it could have been video. one of their customers
0: placing one of their products in like or whatever, and that's exactly. all they needed. You know? exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that that's often questions I like guess like, "How do your videos get tens of thousands of views?" Some of them, like a, a silly video of me holding some instruments in a red solo cup and shaking them around, got a hundred thousand
0: views that, that's like, awesome because nobody yeah, else is doing that right <laughs> and it's
1: like, how, how did your video get that i'm like i don't know i just sat in front of my computer and i looked at this cute little solo cup and i thought oh how cool would it be if i did a video of a boomerang of it shaking so and, I mean, the it's something that
0: you did naturally and you have an audience that likes your personality right i don't why. have a
1: hundred thousand view f- followers i have what 17 18 thousand i don't know how many i have but it's like,
0: 18,800 right now on Instagram.
1: Uh, just, you know. There we go. So, <laughs> so, hey, hey, that's one of my accounts. I have another account that has...
0: Oh, hey, whoa, don't have to show off now. I mean... 23,000.
1: <laughs> my bad. Uh, no, uh, but it's, again, it's, it's organic stuff that is posted that generally gets the most amount of views. So taking your marketing budget and... Yeah, okay. You can hire someone from Fiverr to create some cool visual effects for your posts, but it's not what dental people want to see. They want to see these things being used. They want to see them in action. They want to. They want to. Unboxings are a big thing right now. They want to see how things arrive before yeah. they. Purchase. Oh yeah. Everybody wants to buy, but nobody wants to be sold. Hundred percent. See a big company pushing out this like marketing strategy on like we're gonna get everyone to buy this big piece of equipment. We're gonna do it in like a very. In the box, kind of way, that's when things kind of flop where it becomes super salesy.
2: Oh, yeah. There was a company that did this whole COVID thing. I mean, they were just doing product. <laughs> no. product Don't go- say go. it. i have
0: to delete it out. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. No, <laughs> it, edit it, that it, out. It, it, it wasn't change company. So just to clear the way that Bio's, Bio Horizons did a good job during COVID. I like the response. But no, it isn't. It was another company, but they. It was product demos. So they'd have like the CEO and stuff or the president go on Facebook live and uh, and like talk about their product. It's like, so you just brought the trade show booth to my social media. And it was right go. at the
0: beginning of everything going down too. It wasn't like the best. Yeah. Well, I <laughs> everybody's yeah. laying yeah. everybody
2: off. And then, you know, and, and I think that that's, there were some companies that did it really tastefully, like the responded to the COVID thing, you know, very well. And then some that didn't. I mean, some were just yeah. so focused on the bottom dollar and they just kind of like grabbed branches as they fell down the tree. You know, it really yeah. wasn't like doing anything productive.
0: Well, hey, Irene, um, I wanted to pick your brain on something real quick too, because sure. I've had like 20, you're in a very interesting spot where you're maybe the perfect person to answer this because you're not in the US. So you don't have to worry about any of those people. Well, kind of, I guess you have a
1: lot of followers
0: <laughs> but you're a hygienist and you're also a business owner, right? So yeah. I've had a bunch of doctors call me not knowing that the other doctor's calling and having the same issue of my hygienist is is throwing a fit and doesn't want to come back. Now, what they're saying is that some are saying, well, they're they're claiming they want you know, in 95s every time and all this stuff. And, and it's the the health risk, which by the way, I believe that should have been considered by hygienists years ago too. So that's valid, right? But then you have the other ones who are making as much or more and not working right now because of unemployment. And so that's got to play into it some, some percentage of that definitely is playing into it. And it's being been coming along with this war between the dentist and the hygienist. How do we get the hygienist back to work right. as a business owner? Where do you lie? And as a hygienist, where do you lie on
1: that? Right. So I think that my philosophy has never changed. I love what I do and I love uh, being a business owner and also being a dental hygienist. Um, I've always wanted to just to be able to get back to work. Like that's my personal opinion. As an independent dental hygienist, meaning in the province of Ontario, and there are some states in the U.S. that allow for dental hygienists to own their own practices and have a dentist come in and work within the practice, um, I I have my own license. I have my own insurance. I have my own philosophy. And if I didn't want to do something, I wouldn't do it. So aside from you know needing specific PPE, if you were with a hygienist in your office and you know he or she was supposed to do something that was illegal or made them feel uncomfortable, like what would you do? Would you fire them or would you have a stern talking with them? I think the same thing needs to happen now is we're running to social media to express our grievances to a mass audience that A doesn't live in your state or province and B isn't working under the same conditions and we're influencing influencing each other the wrong ways. So I think Dental hygienist and dentist needs to just sit down and talk. And if you want your own N- N95s, but it's not required, then buy them yourselves.
0: That and see, there's the issue: is there is no governing, like the ADA hasn't come in and said these are the new standards. This is what you have. Nobody has, right? And so there's what people want, and then what was, you know, still the rules four or five, six months ago. So the doctors are trying, but they but they don't know what to do to make like that's wh- what, what do they need. You know what do they right. need
2: in connecticut right now they're dealing with basically the hygiene teams saying we're not going back to work until we get new n95 masks for every single patient and we have all the proper ppe and all these guidelines and they are they're actually kind of in the driver's seat they kind of like almost unionize if you will right
1: oh, and
2: uh yeah <laughs> right and so <sighs> now you're dealing with these kind of these holdups and uh, you know, I mean, are they going to do like I, I know a lot of dental schools are looking to take some of the stuff online. So, like, what if they start making a very uh, like a hybrid online assisting program? A lot of people who are unemployed right now may just try to take a job, and and these dentists will just take those people versus fighting, right? As we've seen, or in
0: dental offices are slow, and they may just say, "Well, if you don't want to come back, I'll just I'll do it myself." Busy I enough to hire. Someone. That's the other we're, we're,
1: thing we're seeing. Talking about something here that is no different than any other issue that we've had with staffing in the past. I mean, if 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 this person isn't working with you, then they're not your person.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good. That's, that's a, a very true. good. Point. Yeah.
1: For, for example, I, I conducted an interview today. I had an interview with a receptionist who. Um, she's on mat leave right now. She's seven and a half months pregnant. She wants to go back to work a couple of days a week, but she's not ready to go back full time and asked me if I would be willing to have her work quote unquote for free right now. And then I would just pay her the hours after when she's back on, off of mat leave. So during her interview, she asked me to do something illegal.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I was about to ask him that's not legal, right? Right.
1: During her interview, she asked me to do something illegal she's not my person
0: right she yeah. came in
1: and she said well i want you to give me visors and n95s and i need you to wear a dinosaur inflatable suit from amazon that can be wiped down between patients that's not a guideline <laughs> she's not my person so i think we need to just separate a little bit and if that's if that's the situation that you're finding yourself in then that that might not it's like a marriage right through good and bad and sickness thick, yeah. and in health and whatever. till that. That's a
0: actually car. a really good point. If their relationship was there, if that was your, your guy, your gal, your team, whatever, then you, but that's on the, the business owner too, who might not yeah. be a good business owner, having a real conversation and being like, here's what I'm comfortable with. And here's why I don't want to come back yet. And here, whatever, to being right. able to be honest with them. Right. right. And, but they, I think there's a problem with that. There's a lot of,
2: You'll probably lose the flighty ones and keep the 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 OGs that you've had for a while, right? Like the the ones yeah. that are just kind of dabbling that bounce around anyway. And you know, the ones another, that carry all the weight.
1: Another you know? issue, I, my friend uh, Gina Dorfman, she has a podcast too. Uh, she and I were kind of chit-chatting this week and- a a lot of team members have been off for the last six weeks, right? They haven't been going into the office to see emergencies. Like there might be one assistant that goes in with the doc to see an emergency. And that one assistant has already gotten used to the quote unquote new normal, right? Like the new PPE and donning and doffing all the time and more, more care with wiping down the units and all of that fun stuff. Right. So As everyone else that's been sitting at home obsessing over social media and reading the news that hasn't been in yet. So Gina, who she and I spoke yesterday, yesterday was her first day back. She's in Cali and her whole team came back in and she was like, you know what? We were worried at first and a lot of the hygienists were worried at first. But after they saw a patient or two, like you get back into it, like riding a bike almost. Yeah. Yeah. So I think just have a conversation. And if it's a hard, no, like if your people are recommend or are asking for things that are ridiculous, then unemployment right now. is pretty high. Just saying.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's kind of the problem is that they're, you know, by horizon selling these air purification units, as are many other companies, those things like two grand, man.
1: And if they each want one in
0: one, yeah, they want one in one room each and they want a suction unit. You're talking about
2: like four grand per op. Like it, it gets well, crazy. a lot of, like a lot fast. of professionals are not going back to work. I, I would say the, the 58 to 68 range professionals, most of them will just say, I'm, I'm good packing up. That's it. I think the, because the, they're retiring. They can, yeah, retiring out. And, and, and I think DSOs will win big because they'll go through and buy a lot of practices up for pennies. you know, If right. they
0: can again, but they have all this overhead and they haven't gotten back either. So they there's a lot of them in trouble too.
2: So
1: I don't know
0: where it's going though,
1: dude. The DSOs have, 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 had, have had to let go of a lot of people or put people. Um, I had a friend today who was at my office helping me kind of like work out some instruments that I'm going to be ordering. And uh, she was like, the DSOs have put people in like, especially here in like an A and a B team. So but there's like the A team, the OG gangsters that have been with that practice for a while that have a large yeah. patient following. And then there's the B team, like the newbies. So a lot of those B team people that might be great clinicians and great practitioners are going to be like, you know, I don't want to be on the B team. I want to be working right now. So I'm going to look for a new job and I'm going to find a new job in a different practice. I mean, yeah. I yeah. think on the practice management side and even as a hygienist, I've always bought my own stuff. If there's something that I wanted, I wanted a new pair of loops. I never went to my boss and say, "Hey, boss, I want these new loops. They're twenty five hundred bucks. Will you buy them for me?" No, that that was never a thing. Or if I wanted, that's pretty
0: baller because that is a big thing that we notice a lot down here. And I'm not saying right or wrong. Like sometimes you need doctors should be buying whatever, but like I've seen a lot of that, and not just hygienic, by the way.
1: Right, but (laughs) I I mean, it, it. I find it as it's increasing my personal value. It's yeah, increasing right. my opportunity to treat my patients better, more efficiently. Um, so, th- and it's something that I take with me. So if I leave you, Dr. Jones, I'm going to pick up my loops and I'm going to pack them up and I'm going to bring them with me. So if that's that ever- business
0: owner mentality. Even if you were working for somebody else, I've know? always been you know, that way. Important. I mean, yeah. I've all,
1: I've always been that way. If there's something that I wanted that I knew was out of the norm, and I didn't want to be, you know, the favorite in the office that's the one that gets all of the free stuff. You know, I proved my value. The only thing I used to ask for was was some money for CE because some of the CE courses sure. that I wanted to take were quite expensive. Um, so that was the only thing. But, you know, it was a prove why I'm going to this. I'm not yeah. going to go to a wellness mind boot camp that is not going to bring any value to the practice. Like what procedure am I going to learn how to do or what qualifications am I going to get from this that ultimately I'll be able to bring back here and build more because in the end, it is about ROI, right?
2: Sure. No, and I, I think that like a lot of uh, the hygiene and assistants in, in dentistry will find ways to like differentiate themselves and really bring value to the practice because like right now, it's kind of an all hands on deck. How do we revive the practice? So I think there's yeah. a lot of opportunity there too. And, and, I, and I don't want to discourage... Anybody out there working in a hazardous work environment, like if they're not using any PPE, I understand. Like you need to, you know, there needs to be some kind of guidelines. But also I think you got to keep in mind that right now, PPE is like trying. I mean, like, it- it's a drug game right now. It's crazy. Like, I know. gowns are going for like $10 a piece, you know, N95 masks for like seven bucks a piece, but you got to buy thousands of them. I mean, it's, and you can't even really find it. It's not like they can just call Henry Shine and get their normal supply or Patterson. Yeah. Like, it doesn't happen that way right now. It's the Wild West.
1: I was at the office today and I was going through some of my old like ordering books, you know, the big distributor books that come in and you go into the back few pages where they have like the sales or the sales sections. And it was a box of level three masks, like a relatively good brand. And they were like, Six dollars and forty five cents, and then I logged into my Patterson account. I was like, "Shoot, what did I pay?" It's like nineteen dollars and thirty three cents. Damn, I'm in the wrong business. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, it, it's crazy. I mean, like some um, some surgeons of mine, they were on a um, they had a you know a, a fixed pricing with a health healthcare supplier. And yeah. they got some N95 mask in and they were like 85 cents a piece, you know, wow. like, you know, that's well. what they're really supposed to go for. Right. Like, yeah. but now it's just, but again, it's not like it's really available. I mean, what happened at first, you had all these like masks that were these, the uh, I guess you would say like an OEM version of an N95, right? These KN95s and stuff. KN95,
1: yeah. And
2: then all of a sudden FDA goes up oh, that seven page list we had out there was wrong. It's a one-page list now. And now everybody's got these masks. Like, oh, these are no good. And then I think it was today they released new test results for all those masks. So like that's kind of back, but it's just hard. It's really difficult right now for practice owners to get back in the groove of things. There's so many variables and things going on. And they're so scared and worried.
1: We need to follow our guidelines of what we're being provided. And if, if wearing an N95 mask is part of those guidelines, then sure, that's something that we should be doing. But you can't expect your employer to be at beck and call like i hear things all the time it's like we want hazard pay like what are you a sherpa scaling Mount <laughs> Everest? like what are you on the side of the building cleaning the windows on the on the, the verge <laughs> like hazard pay that's Come the same
2: person now. at home depot on the weekend with no mask on right like, but sure, yeah, that's the exact like, reason like buy horizon
1: the, walking through the dollar store right. with no mask on Trying on lipstick. Yeah, like, that's way
0: that's, more dangerous, by the way.
1: <laughs> right, right. Going to Walmart on a Saturday afternoon. uh So you hear these things, like they want hazard pay and they want, like you know, a, a pair of scrubs for every patient or a laundry service, which is cool actually. I'm doing a laundry service instead of having to buy disposable gowns.
2: That is smart. Like, I, I think a lot of people should be doing that right now. Still I, not yeah. cheap
0: though. There's an cost buying okay,
2: those so gowns.
1: Here's here's my hack. Uh, I went on Alibaba and I bought uh, 400 patient gowns from like the hospital gowns, the ones that have like the little tie that goes around them yep. from the front to the back where like if you bend the wrong way, you could see your butt. So <laughs> yeah. 400 of those for 35 cents a piece. Nice.
0: Um, wow.
1: That can be laundered. So you wear yeah. it once and you take oh, it a nice. bag. Laundry service comes around, picks up the bag. So I have hundreds of them. So the laundry service will only have to come maybe once a week in my startup. Um, Versus then,
2: paying, I think right now, the best pricing I've heard is about $5 a yeah, gown.
0: Yeah, four fifty, but that was like right. uh, a couple weeks ago. I heard that. Yeah. So to
1: launder one of the gowns, it's $1.13 Canadian. Um, for and then, one? For one.
2: I think that's like a US quarter, Shane. I'm pretty good at this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I ways. mean, <laughs> my husband, my husband works at like for a, for a bank and he, you know, we don't, I don't iron his shirts anymore. He launders his shirts. And I mean, his shirts are like $2 and 50 cents for a pressed shirt or like three. Yeah, I guess that's true. I was thinking about, it. It. I was for like, you could just shirt. get a washer
0: and dryer, but then you have to do it. And then somebody's got to fold it. Otherwise they're going to up as hell. Oh, yeah. Screw
2: yeah. That.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, there are some hacks and this, I have a feeling, I mean, don't quote me, but I have a feeling this is not going to be forever.
2: Right. I agree. I agree. Actually, we're recording
0: it, so you quoted yourself.
2: I think this is for the next like 30, 60 days, heavily. heavily, And then it starts kind of diluting down a bit. That's then, what
0: it'll be, yeah. Yeah.
2: And then, I mean, look. Parts
0: of this will be forever. Right? If you look just won't notice it'll it. be normal. And if you probably
1: look, for the best. I mean, there are a lot of proct practices that probably weren't doing things the right way and knew it. And they were like, we just we're just so busy that we don't have time to put new protocols in and to change things. Um, So maybe perhaps this will be like a little rude awakening of like, oh, shoot, yeah, we were doing that before I kind of knew we weren't doing it properly. So maybe this is the opportunity to implement new things. But I
2: think I OMFS will do it for a while um, you know and, and yeah. because they can get it at good reasonable pricing it's not that big of a deal for them they're already doing a lot of it anyways and then yeah. And, you know, someone, an OMS, of my buddy of mine talked some shit. He texted me. He said, you know, Perio's been waiting for something like this. They've got all this PP in their closet. <laughs> and, but like, you know, so I think the specialists could use the, this as an the, opportunity to kind of differentiate them for like the surgery stuff, right? Is like marketing and the stuff. specialists
1: but- were probably doing it a little bit better than the rest of us anyways. Because sure. like there are so many uh, implications of having an unsterile environment during a procedure, some procedures more than others. So, yeah.
2: Oh, uh, if you look at Italy, I mean, they were doing those packs for every implant case, single implant, the whole room is blue, right? Like they've got sterile everything. Yeah. And then they laugh because in the U S we don't really do that. You know, they'll do an implant in their blue jeans, right? Like it, it's well, totally yeah. the, different. the
0: reality is if it's not a closed off room, it's not sterile, right? That's- the dirty little secret right. <laughs> sorry so one it's of true. my
1: one of my operatories my whole office is basically open concept except for one room which is now my private office but ultimately that'll be my surgical off um and it's completely enclosed and there's like there's glass i'll probably have to put a ceiling in because that's the only thing that i can foresee that will be an issue is having an open concept ceiling. Could you like but a glass
0: I, ceiling. That'd be crazy. I, that's
1: that's what I was thinking. But can you imagine trying to clean the other side of the glass? Oh, that's has, that's
0: hazard pay. <laughs> that's hazard pay. Yeah, that's, that's for
1: sure hazard pay. Uh, I worked in a perio practice for about four years, uh, and we had bleached everything. Like it was old school, like bucket cloth bleach, bleached down the entire room. Every patient that went in there would smell like absolute crap but it was he was old school
0: oh i got it you just did the frosted glass on the ceiling so it looked dope I and you could get a little dirty. You can't
1: clean it though because it'll get dusty. It'll you know, it'd be a
0: horrible if you saw like a bug like crawling or a spider or something on the other side. That'd oh, yeah. be oh, terrifying. Forget this whole idea. Right. It was a terrible idea. I
1: apologize. I instantly regret that I'll do something interesting, but it'll probably have to get closed. I don't know. I don't think I'm quite there yet. I thought I'd be there at like, I don't know, end of year one. But I'm thinking now it'll be a little bit later on. It'll be a slow start for sure in my practice.
2: Well, I applaud. Well, just you. keep posting
0: because I like, I like, you know, I, first time getting to talk to you or whatever. But I've been following you for a long, a long time, and I do like Thank your story. You. It's awesome Thank watching you. it like develop and build. It's really cool.
2: It's a great Thank way to you. do it.
1: Yeah, it's all. He gets nervous when we talk
2: to pretty girls, so he was really fangirling <laughs> out. You know, he was like, oh no, God. I just didn't want to sound creepy because I'm apparently I'm a lot. Sweat. Ah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> i uh I saved it all of all of the story stuff in the highlights of the practice Instagram, which is tooth Life studio, so you can kind of go from the beginning and it was a complete yeah if any thing. other creepers
0: out there want to see, go ahead it's there yeah, for you. It's
1: fun. Yeah.
2: i think I think that's the key component anybody listening that's like a dental student even or whatever like oh yeah document that's good your, document your journey if you document yeah. your journey. And you do it well and just kind of be honest, like there will be people and brands and everything that want to be interested to be involved in that. In some capacity.
0: Forget that alone. Forget the brand stuff. Well, it's a good idea, by the way. I'm not trying to dog your idea. What I'm saying is like, but how important Appreciate. is to be able to look? Yeah, I know. Look back. I started doing this sometimes. If you have something documented, you look back at where you were in your mindset, Then you be like, holy shit. When you feel like a failure or something, or, or you're like, man, I haven't done a lot. And then you look back like, holy crap, I've done a lot in this amount of time. And you have a document. And I think that's an even better reason to do it is to kind of track where you are uh, mentally or whatever from where you were then. Um, and you can track your progress, which is really my, cool. my
2: point was better. That was bad. Oh, dear. Irene, whose was better? Whose was better?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I can't. I, I <laughs> She wasn't even
2: listening. She was like
1: Canadian, we, we, we have to be diplomatic. We and don't polite. take sides. We, we have to say sorry even when it's
0: our fault. <laughs> sorry. <old time. laughs> oh, I'm no. sorry it was such a bad idea, Blake. <laughs> no.
1: it's, well, been, it's, been, it's been cool and it, I've I've made a lot of friends. I've also made a lot of enemies in the same process. I was. Ooh, sharing- that means you're
0: doing it right. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. There was there's this uh, interesting thing that happened on one of the dental Facebook groups. So I have a my temporary signage of my office is me as a superhero. One of my former students on the day that she graduated drew a picture of me in like pencil crayon, and it's you know the classic Superman pose, opening up the shirt with the Superman kind of logo underneath. So she did that for me and depicted it as a female superhero opening up a lab coat with like the Superman logo in the shape of a tooth. And it had like, you know, cropped at the nose, long blonde, flowy hair, anatomically incorrect breasts that were (laughs) fourteen sizes bigger than everyone. Let's see where this is going. (laughs) So I was like, you know it sat on the corner of my desk for three years and I used it as a piece of inspiration because you never see yourself the same way other people see you. Like I didn't never saw myself like that person, but one of my students did. So I was like, you know, what? I'm going to do that. Like it's uh, my office is at the corner of a busy intersection, I have a corner unit. So I'm going to put those, those puppies up on the window and, you know, coming soon to life studio with like a superhero in the window. And it's funny. Someone shared it onto a big Facebook group that has, I don't know. 30 or 40,000 followers. And the comments were
0: Was it a horrendous. dental group? Was it, it was a, a dental, dental group? group. Then dental who group. cares? It's not what they think, it's what the clients right. Think. <laughs> and that's
1: and that's the thing. And like there were some really aggressive comments in there, but the hardest one to read was a dentist who by the way his former profile picture was the exact same photo of the superhero except Superman.
0: Um, but it's a guy, so it's okay. I found it
1: as a guy. It was a guy. It was okay. Uh, clearly, he's offended by breasts. Um, <laughs> but his comment was the most disturbing thing about this. Isn't the photo? It's that she's a hygienist and she's going to run her own practice. And I, yeah, I didn't say anything. I sat there with a big bowl of popcorn. It was on a Friday night, and I just watched the comments go in. Hundreds and hundreds of comments. On I had it on my laptop, and you know when you can see a new comment goes in, and I just sat there and I read them one by one. And I was like, damn, this guy is so uneducated. Like, what does he think DSOs are? Does he think that DSOs are just everyone is a dentist and that's how a DSO is? And
0: to be fair, listen, I know some dentists who are great at running practice, but I know a lot of dentists who I'm very close friends with who are terrible business owners and they will admit to that too. That doesn't make you a good business owner. You know what I mean? So I think there's, it's a gray area there and people are i just hate their comments the lack like, of
2: respect in that comment. everybody's
0: right? got everybody could man like everybody gets their shoulders real big when they're on uh social media but they would never do that to your face ever right you'd be you're terrified to do it so yeah who cares no I, no i, I, I think it's a great no, idea
1: i i thought i thought and, and a marketer chimed in later on and was like i work for xnx X marketing company that markets to dentists or helps dentists market to the public um, and he was like, we've been talking about this for the last, I don't know, three hours. And it's got the highest comments of any post that's happened in this dental Facebook group in the last year. He's one of the administrators. And he was like, she's obviously doing something right. And then yeah, if and they're then hating my on you Instagram, or
0: copying you, yeah. you're killing it. And then
1: my <laughs> office Instagram went from like 13 followers because I had just opened the account to like 1,100 followers within 24 hours. Oh, for I a business, which it. is
0: a big freaking deal. Right, that's not easy to do. Not
1: even open yet.
0: That's awesome. I love it. So
1: I don't know. I I think that everyone needs to. If you're opening a business, if you're a student, if you're a dental hygienist, if you're a dentist, if you're I don't know in a residency, um, document your path because it'll empower you to look back and be like, "Damn, like I went through that and I did that, and COVID didn't stop me."
0: (laughs) See, Blake, she agrees with me. She just didn't know it. Yeah. (laughs) See. It's I really, honestly, really enjoyed this. It's been awesome getting to getting Thank to talk to you, you. finally.
1: Thank yeah. you so much. I appreciate and
2: it. I love the positivity. The energy is great. You're killing it. Keep just keep crushing it. Fuck everybody. Thank else. Like, you I love too. what you're doing. Yeah. Be superhero.
1: I like that. I hope I get to see you guys soon. One
2: Absolutely. day again, when the dental things happen again, you know, when back on that trade show circuit. Many many. Well, I, now, I just I got an invite no. to speak
1: at Yankee. I got an invite to speak at Yankee in Boston, twenty twenty one. Oh, so nice! There you go. <laughs> nice. I, I will. I will be there. If, if not,
2: if, I'll see you in a in a. <laughs> webinar. You really are
0: scheduling well ahead, aren't you? <laughs> oh yeah,
1: that's how I roll. <laughs> well,
2: how how uh, can you run through the uh, media handles real quick so everybody can get in touch yeah. with you, follow you, all that sure. stuff?
1: Sure. For sure. So you can follow me, Irene, at toothlife.irene on Instagram. My practice is Toothlife Studio. I run a retail brand called Toothlife. And my podcast is called Tooth or Dare Podcast. And you can listen Dare. to that on um, Podbean, Stitcher, Google Play, and yeah. wherever
2: else podcasts are available. Yeah, Unless you Spotify. get signed by Spotify after this one.
1: I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. <laughs>
2: Well, thank you. Thanks for being on. I love the story. Uh, Again, I love the passion. Keep keep fighting the good fight. You're doing a really good job. It's fun to watch. Thank you, Yeah,
1: really nice meeting you, Irene. Thanks, Blake. So nice to talk to you guys. really had
2: had fun
0: with this one. And guys, we'll catch you next time on the All In Podcast.
1: Thanks for listening to the All In Podcast. See you next time.